Welcome, welcome to the Cave of Wonders, the land of mystery, otherwise known as a weekly catch-up of a couple of nerds. I'm Maddie, an engineering student and a techie. This is Belle, our local Disney nerd. Hello! We've still got our training wheels on, so if we get any of our facts wrong or you want to join in the discussion, you can find us on Instagram at DisNerdTechie or use the hashtag DisNerdTechie. Let's jump right into the podcast. A moment of magic. Okay, so this this week? This week. Okay, so this week we went to um, David Jones had an opening of a Disney floor. Maybe I'll leave Disney Bell. <laughs> I mean, Bell. <laughs> Disney Bell, sorry. <laughs> Your new name now is Disney Bell. You've been knighted. Oh, thank you very much. As part of the Disney... Um, knighthood now your name is disney bell and your name is techie mads techie mads techie mads mads techie i think disney bell sounds better okay (laughs) disney bell uh, i feel like you should lead this segment okay so eve australia it's really interesting we don't have a disney store wow what we don't have any store that disney sells merchandise in we've got our typo we've got our cotton on yeah that's owned by typo typo owns no Cotton on owns typo. H and M sometimes have Disney kind of stuff. Yeah, Uniqlo. Yeah, Uniqlo. Um, I'm trying to. Yeah, basically the only Disney official merchandise is when Disney partners with other companies. Mm. I guess JJ's. JJ's kind of do. Yeah, and occasionally. Occasionally, sometimes Zing. Peter Alexander. Yeah, but that they I feel like they're all partnerships. Yeah, they're all they're all deals they they're do. They're all deals that they do. You distribute it for this for us, you pay us some cash wheel. And yeah. you can you can use whatever you want. So there's no direct distribution basically. No, no. You see that a lot more in the states. They've got a lot of Disney stores. Um even what? you go Italy, they got Disney stores. What's a Disney store? It's literally a shop that sells Disney merchandise with people who very friendly people because they're, they're they're Disney employees. They're cast members. They're going to be friendly. Um, the experience it's 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 just kind of like a normal store. Sometimes there's videos from Disney playing. Um, generally, there's not a heap of theming, but it really depends where you go. Um, but most of the time, it's just a store. So it's like I walked into like Target, but it's just Disney, and it's like a tiny store. It's kind of like that, but not quite. Like the toy section of Target. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you walk down like there's usually like a star wars section of target and it's just a whole aisle mm. of star wars mm. yeah no this is whole store of everything okay but he so he we used to have a disney store back in the early 2000s i think and they've since closed that so really we haven't had anything no parks no nothing there's not a really we only get movies tv shows that's about it but now dj's part technically this is also a partnership so this is, not, this is not a Disney store, per se. It's kind of like it, but it's a 
it's taking it another level up. So in July, DJs announced that they were going to partner with Disney and make this entire kids floor effectively Disney themed and they sell a lot of Disney stuff and a lot of kids stuff. Um, so, but it's still DJs employees, but they are trained to be a bit more lively and, <laughs> and bring about this experience. It's very, very different. Like it is very, it was very different to the, Dis, um, to not Disney, to DJs like that I've been to. So this was a revamped version of the the kids' floor. So it was already the children's floor. Or they'd at least moved it. Cause okay. The, I don't know if it was a few floors down because I don't think Level 9 they had before. It was all offices. Fair enough. So oh, just to clarify, this is David Jones in Sydney City. It's a yeah, the big – they've got two big – DJ's building, so they're all they're like it's like the equivalent of kind of Macy's in the states. Okay, kind of, but department store type stuff. Yeah. Um. So this is our review of the opening, and the whole floor and the experience, mm. and the two different perspectives. <laughs> um. <laughs> Bella's a Disney nerd, and I'm I'm a I'm a fan of Disney, but I wouldn't say. To the same level <laughs> as Belle. So it was a very different experience for me. <laughs> I, I went in treating it like a Disney theme park to some extent. It's the amount of enthusiasm I took into it. Like it's not like my usual shopping experience. Usually when I shop, I'm not that enthusiastic. <laughs> I go in how I usually shop. Um, I had an open mind. But I'm going to be honest, I, I, I find certain types of shopping not very enjoyable. Mm, such as such as clothes <laughs> because I find it a hard time just finding stuff that I like so yeah keep that in mind I'm not a huge fan of shopping and I'm not going in with the same enthusiasm as Belle so yeah it, um, just entering the store was interesting because it was opening the opening few days and they have a lot of the floors still cut off so on the way up you're going up each flight of escalator like there's like nine floors to go up and that at every at every stop there's someone with a set of mini mouse or mickey ears waving at you on the way up it's just just a nice build up i thought i thought that was a good hype uh, i feel like they could have added a bit more theming instead of just that one employee <laughs> i felt bad for those employees like they were just standing there going have a nice day. You keep going. I'm like, stand there all day with those Disney ears. I'm like, feel bad. Yeah. We just continue. <laughs> then we enter the floor, and all we see is Nutcracker merchandise. <laughs> no, there were it, when you went up. There were there were a few people at the, like at the foot of the escalator waiting to greet you in. Yeah, like that's not normally what you see at a DJ's. No. No. You just kind of wander around and hopefully someone will say hi. Yeah, but DJs do have good customer service, but I can say that there were a lot more staff. Mm. Especially on opening. On opening, there were a lot more staff. They were also – they handed out stickers and, like, they, they were, like, talking to the kids and everything. They handed out maps. which handed I out th- maps. I thought that was the closest thing you get to a park. Like, they don't yeah. even do that at Disney stores. They're not like, here's the map to the – <laughs> the map was good but it was very confusing I had no idea what was going on that map I tried to use it I was like oh we want to get to the book section Where? Where's? where is it the map was terrible 
The people who gave the directions, they were they were pretty nice. They were they were good. But the map, it was it was aesthetic. <laughs> but that's all I can say about it was not functional, but it was very aesthetic. I had a look at it afterwards. I didn't realize we missed one spot. The what? Santa work the Santa not workshop Santa. There's a, there's a Santa section where you can meet him off past the the elevators. Where we missed that? that. It was it got moved to the floor, but past the elevators, past the um. Near the Lego I section, we went a bit all off. The way around. We missed the section. The Lego off. section was my favorite section. Yes. <laughs> so I made a I made a beeline to the Lego area. I was actually very excited. They had some of the new Lego that, that have come out, like some of the Lego ideas, Lego Creator. Mm. We played. Is the price right? <laughs> the price is right. <laughs> Guessing the price of. Um, giant lego sets and collectors lego sets like the millennium falcon the uh, limited edition limited collect- edition. is it collector's edition or it collector's um, edition something like that big box it was a massive box we saw it on display as well built mm. and the price we're like man he's like it's 500 to 600 and i'm like well i've only seen stuff as high as 450 for like the top level stuff like your opera house your yeah now, i've seen a millennium falcon for like 450 but not this one you turn it over it's like 1300 australian what <laughs> it's just crazy it's crazy i was really oh the voltron it's saw a voltron mm. voltron lego that was like 350 yeah i low-key want to buy it for my brother for christmas just so that I could build it. <laughs> it's like, here's a gift you don't want. Do you want to build it with me? <laughs> no, I just want to play uh, League of Legends. <laughs> and I'll build it. <laughs> Jeez, the prices though and some of that stuff. They, they, were, they were pretty expensive, but like they were really they were really nice. They had also on display um, like one of those giant Lego master builds of they had a uh, what is it called? Is this the Mickey one? Yeah, okay, well, we can talk about the Mickey one. Which one were you talking about? I, was, I can't remember what it's called. The light post. Oh, the la- street La-street lamp and the, lamp. and the and the chair, the benches. And the chair, yeah. I loved the street lamp. How the light reflected off it and stuff, like through the. Mm. They used like clear bricks mm. to make the the light. Mm. It was pretty good. Mm. And then and there was a Mickey. With a, le- a giant Lego brick. That was the beautiful part. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were both beautiful. Yeah, they both. were both beautiful. But I think it went, the Mickey Mouse, it went with the theming. <laughs> the lamppost reminded me, though, of Mary Poppins. Mm. So I feel like they could have leaned on that maybe. Because th- there's a new Mary Poppins movie coming out, Mary Poppins Returns. True, they should have done that. Speaking of leaning on, don't lean on the Lego. <laughs> don't lean on the Lego? <laughs> True. True. <laughs> yeah, um... Oh, that that's that's pretty much the photo spot of the place, or that that and the Pooh Bear section. We'll talk about that after. But the Mickey Mouse one, like his arms open, it's like, come on, take a photo with me. So that's that's, that's they've 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 set it up so there's a few photographically pleased, or this the whole floor is aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. So but there's a few hot spots that you can take photos, and and. It's just something you normally don't do in a shopping center. You know, the, the only thing you would take a photo of is clothes or, like, something you've tried on. Yeah. Or something you're like, oh, maybe I should buy this. Do you like it? That's about it. Yeah. They had a magic mirror that you wanted to... Oh, the magic mirror. <laughs> there was a carousel with a lot of... Uh, I think there were a lot of Disney princess dolls on display. What's a nutcracker? 
not Nutcracker 2, because that, that's coming out. Well, it might have come out, actually. Really? I think it's already... Oh. They've actually had a lot of promotion for the Nutcracker in mm. Sydney. Mm. I wonder if anyone actually went to see it. Yeah, uh, some have, but, like, I don't know how well it's being received. I haven't seen it, so I can't judge. Neither can I, yeah. Um, But they had it, yeah, they had a magic mirror. And so you'd go up and you'd, there'd be a prince there and he'd give you a little twirl. They'd give the little princesses a twirl and then they'd be, this is what princess you are. Oh, you're Tiana or you're Belle or you're Mulan, right? It's just really cute. And then they'd be like, do you want a princess Tara? And then you get a little princess Tara, which is really cute for the little kids going in there. They'd like feel like yeah, a little princess. Yeah, I think it was cute for the kids. I just feel like the whole floor was very much geared towards children. Because it is a children's floor. It's, it is a children's floor. So I just felt a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> so I took it in my stride. I'm like, yep, I'm a princess today. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a grown woman. <laughs> With no children <laughs> in a Disney floor <laughs> with children's clothes. Yeah, that's the sad part. No, no slightly larger no sized slightly larger. clothes. You know, that that would be nice. No but yeah, it, that, that, I think Disney stores, it depends what sort of Disney stores you go to, whether they're geared to kids or just everyone. Are they always geared towards kids? Um, I think they're slightly geared to kids, but... They should usually sell some adult stuff, or they've got toys, that, uh, dolls that people will buy anyway, even if they're adults. But like, I think they're slightly geared to the. F- yeah. I think they're more geared to the family. A little I was bit also more. surprised about. I feel like there were more clothes than I thought there was going to be. It was a lot more clothes and a lot less toys. Like there was the mm. big Lego section, yeah, and then there was a little book section, but there wasn't a lot of toys. There were like yeah. smatterings around. I was expecting toys true because like i feel like anyone can enjoy toys adults Mm. kids Mm. like but like kids clothes it almost you know yeah is it you unless you're a kid or you're buying for a kid you're probably not gonna yeah yeah um i think admire they might have in their kids stuff they've got toys because we've seen like mike wazowski there Couple Mike of Wazowski. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. They got really big toys and I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god. That Maya, which is basically David Jones, but across the road. <laughs> yeah. They're competitor. Direct competitor. Yep. Um but yeah, why no toys? That, that's a big, big opportunity. There were they had a couple of like the Star Wars in the Star Wars section. They had a couple and they had the helmets. Mm. They also had the um, pop vinyl though, like there they was had a, a pop vinyl. They section. had a lot of pop vinyl, which I think that would probably be there. That that would be more geared towards teen adult, maybe. Yeah, the Star Wars pop vinyls, but even then, I've seen bigger pop vinyls. Yeah. Sections in stores. Yeah. And they were only Star Wars pop vinyls, and specifically from the newer movies. Hmm. But there were some that were, like, only available at Walmart, and they were there, so I don't know if they sell those anywhere else. That would be interesting to know. Well, they're only available at Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) Joke's on you. (laughs) Guess who's selling them? (laughs) David Jones. Like, he didn't even take off the sticker. (laughs) What's a Walmart, (laughs) Mum? A A walnut? (laughs) A walnut? (laughs) No, a Walmart. (laughs) A wall full of marts? Some heart. (laughs) Some mart. 
What is a mart? A supermarket. No, maybe it's a shortened supermarket? version of supermarket. Market? I don't know. But then a mart. And it's not even spelt wall with double L. It's just wall. Wall. Like Waldo. Maybe it's like the American pronunciation. <laughs> wall. Wally. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. They they had their theming was pretty good. Um they had some nice touches everywhere. Mm. Um, it was quite busy as well. There were yeah. a lot of families, like a lot of kids and mums. Yeah, and this mums was like, and bubs. This was like Thursday. Thursday's late night shopping, Thursdays, but you wouldn't you wouldn't expect it during the day necessarily. During the day. And we went to like other floors at David Jones, and they were all like pretty empty. Mm. So people had specifically come for this event. Effectively, yeah. Effectively. How did they find out about it? How did you find out about it? I've been keeping tabs on them for months. <laughs> no, but That's how did you find out about it initially? Uh, they had the news article and people kept sending me the news article because, of course. <laughs> now, I have friends who send me stuff. They're like, oh, my God, look, look what's happening. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, But then finding out when it started, I had to keep keeping taps on them because they said late november and i'm like what does that mean <laughs> they were like hmm you make sure it's after black friday <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we can make as much money as possible <laughs> it's strategic <laughs> can't see me right now but i'm doing like the the burns <laughs> yes hands yes yes um what else did they have? They had a Winnie the Pooh section, which I think was the most publicized in terms of beforehand. They had the the um the um artworks that were showing what it was going to look like concept art. That's concept what it's called. Art. And so they had you could take a photo with Pooh Bear, which someone wasn't really keen on <laughs> taking. It was a tiny chair for tiny people. It wasn't a tiny chair. It was a tiny chair. It was a tiny chair when there were two people trying to sit on it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really nice and they had they had a, um a, a beehive with little bees flying around the beehive okay, that was that was cute that was cute and we'll, the first thing mobile. we the first thing we thought when we saw it was wow how did they do that <laughs> like how did it work it had two dc motors and a rail just letting you know just in case you want to know <laughs> want to replicate it at home <laughs> yeah kids mobile yep we're going to start a craft channel now. Yeah, craft channel. <laughs> I should do that if I was bothered. <laughs> oh, they were doing people's um face paint. I saw that I happening. Hate face paint. Yeah, no, I haven't done it ever. I don't know. So I, I never liked it as a kid. I just find it weird. People are going to be like, what is wrong with you? Why don't you like face paint? Face paint is life. <laughs> <laughs> You've never lived. <laughs> you have never lived. Uh, uh, what else did they have? They had food. They had coffee. Well, the food was like... They had cool ice cream. Oh, uh, yeah. They had, it was like ice blocks. So. Ice. They were like ice blocks, but they were like... Uh, they were ice creams. They were ice cream like shaped. Shaped. They were probably made by whoever... And then brought in. It was just and really, then brought in. Yeah. I I think I've seen them around Sydney before, that mm. company, the mm. ice cream company. Mm. Um, I've seen them, like, near the opera house. Mm. Handing out, like, not handing out, like, selling ice cream, like, yeah. fancy ice block ice cream. Mm. It's, like, ice block shaped, but it's, like, different flavored ice cream. They usually go, like, more fruity, mm. kind of all natural. I don't know if it's organic or whatever, but they're mm. cool. Hipster. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Well, that's probably the only treat. No, I was going to say the only treat a parent would buy. No, like if <laughs> if the kids really wanted something, like the parents are not going to be instantly like, okay, let's have some ice cream. Like no. the ice block's kind of like an in-between between not having anything and having an ice cream. It's like a fruity equivalent, which may or may not be healthier. Slightly. It's probably, I don't know. It could be. It could be healthier, could be not. <laughs> They're like hipster, not hipster, but like, you know, like hipster. I, I don't want to say hipster. I want to say more like organic. Like, do you know what I mean? Like mm. that whole mindset, like organic and like cute and stuff. There's a lot of those like children's party places popping. I have a lot of little cousins. Hmm. My little cousin had his birthday in like this kind of yuppie hipster type of place. Um, it was like in, in a warehouse district that's become a little bit more like hipster and like yuppie type places have popped up around there. So there was this giant like play area, but like the food that they served were all like organic tiny sandwiches and organic sausage rolls and like organic like everything was like that instead of like the stuff that we got when we were kids Mm. it was like go to lollipops playland and like have uh or like have domino's pizza laser skirmish (laughs) or like those tiny like pies and sausage rolls that you would they're frozen (laughs) ones you stick in the oven you bring them out like do you know what i mean Mm. this place was all like artisan it had like it was like really nice theming and it had like a color scheme and it was calming and they had like a philosophy and they're like we have a philosophy of um teaching kids and whatever through play and I'm like what okay this is children's <laughs> birthday place like this is the future it wasn't it was nice but it was like they were the vibes mm. they were all like the the hipster parents with their like two-year-olds dressed in like nike gear <laughs> i'm like okay start them young start them young yeah uh, uh, oh so also in the disney floor kind of disney floor they, they've got two more areas they had a star wars area which had oh, a that actually looks pretty good mm, they had a they had what was what was like they had, I think it was meant to be, like, the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. But it was, yeah. like, a window, which was, like, printed on the wall, basically, printed on the wall window. And then it had, like, a console a console with just a bunch of colored buttons that you could, like, press and stuff. I low-key wanted to take a photo there. <laughs> but there were children. And I'm like, I can't, I can't push the children out of the way and be like, <laughs> let me take a photo, child. <laughs> let me, no, I couldn't do that. So... We there was a long line of kids and I was just like, yeah, we'll let them <laughs> let, them, let them take a photo. But what's the what's the um on Kylo in Kylo Ren's sort of fleet? What are those um Tie Fighters? No, 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 no. The the the, the Imperial? guy who was yeah. Oh, he the, was an Imperial officer. That's the one. They had one of those. Yeah, their costumes were a bit lackluster though. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're like the costumes you buy though from like there for like ten bucks. Yeah, they had a stormtrooper and a Spider Man. The they were both that, a bit like you, you could, could see still, the neck. You could see the creases and you could see his neck. Like they were not good costumes. They were not like Comic Con level costumes. They were more like two dollar store Halloween costumes. Mm. 
If yeah, I don't know. Maybe a bit better than a two dollars store Halloween costume. More like Target Halloween costume. <laughs> yeah, they could have done better with that. I have a feeling that might have been David Jones' side of things to deal with, because I don't know if Disney would have allowed that, or like if they would have been like, oh yeah, just take this cheap outfit. I don't know. I think they're wearing stock. Like I feel like. But what were they stock from where from? Costumes or I don't know. But then again, they they weren't selling costumes, were they? No, we didn't see any. Well, not any adult ones anyway. Well, not any adult ones. Like this was I didn't, adults. I though. didn't see any children ones either, because that would have been your toys. That would have been a good opportunity, if unless we missed that. But that would have been good. To- more toys, more yeah. costumes in case they didn't have any. Um, that would have been good. Yeah. They had some helmets on display. Yeah, the helmets were pretty good. I expensive. tried them on. They were they were pretty good. They weren't they were a bit expensive. I feel like they were a bit overpriced for the quality mm. of them. There are some like the the good ones are pretty expensive. They're pretty pricey, but I've seen better yeah. ones that are around the same price. So you reckon it should be? Yeah. So I feel like the quality should have been higher for the price that they were selling them at. Yeah. It's not as big a markup. Yeah. Yeah, were they using those on the Stormtrooper? Did he have one of those? He had one of those on. Okay. Yeah, they had a Vader mask and a Stormtrooper mask. But they, they, were, they, were, like, they were like helmets. They weren't like masks. Helmet, like, helmet. Helmet, like helmet. Proper helmet. Not just proper like, helmet. <laughs> not just like... Proper <laughs> helmet. They just weren't like the quality that I've seen at other places, like at Comic-Con um, and at... Uh, we have like a... Uh, pop culture store called Zing here. Mm. Zing. Um, I haven't seen specifically Star Wars helmets at Zing, but I've s- seen like Marvel type ones, mm. like the Iron Man helmet and the Star Lord helmet, which are very high quality. They're very expensive, but they're mm. they're nice, really nice quality. So the, the price matches the quality. You get. Yeah. Mm. Um, we move on to our next topic. Is there anything else you want to say about the Disney floor? Just that they had a Marvel section for trying on shoes, and you could see the Avengers skyline, and it looked it looked cool. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. Other than that, um, and we're not going to review any of the clothing and stuff because we didn't really look at it. The book section had like we went to the book section to see like what Disney books that they had. There was like a little bit. Not so much Disney. Not so well, much they had, Disney. They had Mar- some Marvel stuff. They had some Marvel stuff, but it was not a lot, mm. which I feel like was a missed opportunity. I could it push the Disney band? <laughs> yeah, I feel – I don't know. They like they did push Disney stuff in a lot of other areas. Like there was a lot of Disney clothing. Yeah. Um, they had the Mickey and Minnie ears sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, not a lot in the books, not a lot of toys, not a lot of toys. I have a feeling the reason they did that, though, was because, like, with Christmas shopping and stuff, parents are going to come to the floor to buy their kids' Christmas stuff. Mm. And if this is the only children's floor now in DJs in the city, they need other stuff besides Disney. So mm. I feel like people will come in now after the opening and all the whole shamaz. Yeah. They're going to come in, they're going to be like, oh, this is Disney-themed. Buy their stuff. Leave. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's, at the end of the day, it's a DJ's children's floor. It's a DJ, yeah. It's, it's DJ's not, it's, children's yeah, floor first and a Disney theming second. So the, the Disney theming does, like, that does dominate the floor, but that doesn't stop 
them from selling other stuff that people would probably anyway have bought there. And I think that's inherent to all um, partnerships. Mm. Usually when it's the distributor first and whatever brand they're pushing second. Mm. It seems that way in Sydney and in Australia. Most of the stores that partner up with big companies like Disney, I was going to say Marvel, but that's under Disney as well. But like (laughs) when they partner with Disney, it's usually their store first and then they're just like, boom, we sprinkle a little little bit of magic. (laughs) So you had a topic today. Yeah, I did. I wanted to talk about um, batteries. So this is in The Future Has Arrived. The Future Has Arrived. So, um, as you know, the current batteries in our phones, in, like, basically most electronics is lithium polymer, right? Mm. Lipo batteries. So, um, right now, um, a lot of universities and also companies have been working on lithium, on solid state batteries, Mm. lithium plastic batteries so particularly um this boston startup called ionic materials have been working on uh, a lithium plastic battery which has basically okay quick i'll do give you a quick explanation currently batteries right now lithium batteries have a liquid electrolyte so there's like a liquid liquid slash semi like slushy um thing in the middle that conducts the ions Mm. then it will have uh i think carbon a carbon lattice laced with um lithium so Mm. it's like imagine like a a honeycomb Mm. and inside the honey the honeycomb is like carbon and the honey is like the lithium Mm. so they'll have that as um the anode and then as the cathode they'll have another piece of carbon and so the ions will move from one other, one end to the other. That's basically how batteries work. Mm. That's currently. Um, so the problem with the past batteries, I'm sure you've heard there's been a heap of stories over time of batteries like exploding and stuff because mm. they're really unstable. Mm. Like lithium is very reactive. And so any puncture to the batteries, if there's too much pressure, they heat up if they're overcharged. So like... With the Samsung, their phone batteries were over um, overpressurized, had too much mm. pressure in it, and that's why they were exploding and stuff. Mm. And then there were the hoverboards that were overcharging, <laughs> didn't have charge protection, mm. and so they were overcharging and catching on fire. Mm. And there's problems, basically. with When it comes to safety, there's problems with lithium polymer. Um, also, there's kind of a cap on how efficient they can get Mm. and how and they're the most energy dense batteries we have commercially available so far but we can do better Mm. so these lithium plastic batteries that have been worked on basically instead of having a liquid electrolyte Mm. it's just a solid sheet of Mm. of a plastic and the interesting about the plastic like they make this plastic in a lab and they can give the the polymer, whatever properties they need. So they can make it flame retardant. They can make it um, basically like non-toxic and everything because the Mm. electrolyte right now is very toxic, Toxic. Mm. not only for people but for like the environment when they get 
they we should be recycling batteries but if they get dumped in the ground it's really toxic to soil mm. and it's toxic to if you get like the water runs off and gets into farmland or whatever good it's not good it's not good for the plants it's not good for us eating the plants so it's partly a safety thing it's a safety yeah. thing as well so these new lithium um plastic batteries that they've been working on are going to be revolutionary because they're more you can use instead of using the honeycomb mm-hmm. the lattice you can use a solid sheet of lithium mm-hmm. because the reason why they haven't done them in the past is because lithium is so reactive they haven't been able to safely store it but because Mm. they have a solid that's flame retardant and everything Mm. you can do that Mm. and if you see a video there's a videos online there was a documentary called the super battery um that specifically covered this um if you see them showing the battery you they cut it in half and the battery still works (laughs) it's like a thin sheet and with the you can also make it really thin mm. and so that would be really great for wearables i can see this true. being used for wearables true because then like with or with any technology really because part of part of the issue is just condensing everything down so it can fit into a smaller space yeah you look at phones you look at laptops that sort of thing so that could really really work with wearables and also work with um also, like that, it's safer. Like it, yeah. They stabbed it. They stabbed the battery, and like if you did that with the lithium polymer, it would explode. They stabbed it, and it did nothing. <laughs> didn't even smoke. It was just, it was just like yeah, yeah. Um, and they're much lighter because they're mm. energy dense. They're more energy dense. Mm. So I can see these being used in a whole range of industries, and just. Right now, with a lot of electronics, battery is the thing that people keep going, I just need longer battery. I need longer battery. Like with my phone, Mm. my phone dies all the time. I have to charge it like three or four times a day because I'm on it a lot. Mm. It's not. (laughs) Yeah. Like if you could have it spanning several days at a time without a really bulky battery attached to it, that'd be pretty good. That'd be amazing. Mm. Um. Even with electric cars and stuff. Yeah, you need the distance. You need the distance. So if you're able to have more batteries. And it's not going to explode. And and they're not going to explode. Because it's a big issue. Because when you think about it, like in a car crash, well, if you, the thing is, if you drive a fuel car and you smash it enough, it will explode as well. Yeah. It will catch on fire and everything. But if you're looking towards an electric car, you're probably looking at not using the fuel car in the future. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But this would be much safer as well. Yeah. If you crash your electric vehicle, you have no risk of the battery beneath you exploding. Mm. So it's a lot safer. So um, I just want to see, get your thoughts. I don't know. I just I'm really excited about this battery. I've seen. I think I've seen another video by Great Scott on YouTube and he reviews like uh, a similar version of this battery, but it's by a Taiwanese company. Mm. And I think instead of using a plastic electrolyte, they're using um, a ceramic. Mm. I think it's a ceramic. But the problem, I think there's has less of that safety value because it doesn't have that flame retardant property. But it is, and I think theirs were a little bit less energy dense. I think the only problem that's stopping these batteries right now is that there aren't 
the commercial industrial uh, practices in place of producing these yet. Yeah. So there are no factories set up basically. But that'll all come with time. time. Yeah. And if they're better, people will change change over, hopefully. Because yeah. you want something that's safe, that works faster, that works. Yeah. And is, is it good environmentally? Well, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, environmentally, that's a hard question because you want to know in what aspect. They're probably more environmentally better than the current batteries than um, because they have less of that toxic electrolyte. But um, lithium is still um, a rare metal and a, uh, a heavy metal. So mining for that mm. is obviously not environmentally sound. But in all other aspects, if you can use it for storing energy from solar panels and stuff, you're reducing carbon dioxide emissions there. If you're reducing the toxic electrolyte, you're reducing stuff there. And then as long as you um, recycle the battery, mm. I think definitely there needs to be more recycling, electronics recycling place facilities in place. Mm. Um, Especially if there's more life in it and it's not yeah. going to do an if, – if there's no if there's no chance of anything bad happening by using the recycled batteries in terms of exploding or yeah well d- not d- necessarily using the battery like recycling it for its materials so a lot mm. of the time we just chuck it in landfill mm. but recycling as in melting it down yeah. Yeah, getting yeah. the plastic out the it's, yeah yeah I know the UNIS, um, the University of New South Wales has been doing a lot of research on e-waste recycling. Mm. Um, I think Sydney University has also done a bit of research. Sydney right now is really bad when it comes to recycling. Mm. Australia in general, I think. We used to ship all of our waste over to China mm-hmm. to get them to recycle for us. Um, but... Yeah, so we don't actually have any real good facilities within Australia, mm. which is very inefficient. <laughs> very inefficient. It's not cost effective. It's not good. Recy- yeah. Recycling's interesting though. Like in terms of, well, let's let's look it back to the Disney topic. Do you know what Disney do sometimes? They recycle some of their um content. <laughs> well, yes, the live-action remakes recycling content. <laughs> like they recycle stuff like cooking oil. Like what do you do with cooking oil? Oh. You can use it to fuel stuff. You can use it for transportation fueling. Do you know that? Yeah, you can also use it for um, like AC systems and stuff. Mm. And using because all those systems, they need a bit of fuel. You can use cooking oil. They also do um, what's it called? They have their own facility. They that I think another company has set up for them, where they can take waste, just anything you've chucked in the bin, and they, I think they somehow they turn it into energy. I don't know how they, they do burn it. it. Yeah, they burn it, which is <laughs> probably not is not the best. So it depends what it is, yeah. but sometimes it's not the best. Unless it's bio, and then unless it's turning it into biofuel, 
I'm not sure what it is. So you can you can turn food scraps and stuff into biofuel. Yeah, it might be food scraps. I can't remember what it was. But if they're if you're chucking away like tires and stuff and they're burning that (laughs) for energy, that's really bad. (laughs) That stuff is toxic. Like the smoke that it emits is you do not want to smell in that stuff. That stuff is bad. It's nasty. Uh. Um but if it's biofuel yeah, that's pretty good. It, cool. It's a they convert food waste. That's what it is. Yeah, then it must be biofuel. Yeah, biofuel. And so now I think they're offering for free or for a certain price. There's other companies in the Orlando area. You yeah, can bring their their food wastage to the facility, and they're like, yeah. it's cheaper than taking it to landfill. So like, is it in Brazil? No, this is on property oh, in, on Orlando, property. in at Orlando at Disney at oh, Disney World. Really? Mm-hmm. They're probably converting into ethylene or ethanol. Um, fun fact, like Brazil, majority of their fuel is uh, ethylene. I think ethylene mm. or ethanol. So that what they put in their cars, mm. which can be extracted from um, bio matter. Mm. Most of the time it's from sugarcane farms, which is not very good, not <laughs> environmentally sound. But if you're getting it from biofuel, it is. So, yeah. I'm just um, looking at it now. Um, the food. So they take the food waste, they mix it with biosolids, um, and then fed and wait, they've biosolids. And then I think they produce biogas, which is methane and carbon dioxide together. Oh, okay. They might. Their biosolids are probably some uh, microbe or fungus or something. Mm, that's right. Or bacteria yeah. or something. Because yeah. that's usually – that's how we get a lot of um, bio um, bioplastics and stuff. Bioplastics? Biopolymers? Mm. So, mm. like, PLA. Yeah. That's a biopolymer because you use um, uh, a bacteria – to make it. Mm-hmm. So you use um it's PLA stands for polylactic um acid. So it's like lactinous or something like the bacteria. Mm. You just feed it and then it produces PLA. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. Chemistry. High school <laughs> chemistry right there. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Did a research topic. <laughs> <laughs> to see this is these are the uses of such yeah such topics. It's like you're into three D printing. Oh, do your do your chemistry project on PLA. <laughs> yeah, new stuff. Yeah. Oh, um, back to batteries. I was just thinking before because I'm like, what other uses can you use batteries for? I don't know how this could work, but I'm thinking if the technology were to develop further, could you use it on airplanes? In terms of is oh. if they're if they're not flammable because the fuel is an issue because the plane can catch on fire. Yep. If you had batteries that could store enough and weren't flammable, yeah, could that be an alternative power source? Plus, the the expense for fuel is like around twenty thirty percent of the cost of of the total cost of flying the plane. So if they could get, could that be cost effective as well as yeah, it just depends on whether they can get the capacity up because obviously mm. plane flights, you obviously need a little bit more power 
then mm. just in yeah. case. Yeah, yeah. And those, and there are flights that are 20, 20 hours. Oh, the top they get is fifteen, I think, 15. at the moment. Well, you want enough energy for twenty hours, and then yeah, also yeah, how yeah. long it takes okay. to charge. Yeah, because As it well. only it fuel is pretty quick. Unless you could do a, like a swap, maybe they could do a swap. Yeah, but then for cost effectiveness, they're going to need to take that into account because yeah. they're going to need then more planes available in storage, charging, mm. and stuff. Mm. Unless oh, you and like you swap the batteries. Swap the batteries. Oh, you do. Yeah, that's interesting. Like if they got to such a point. Yeah. Or could that also help with um? And planes use so much fuel compared yeah. to like cars and stuff. Yeah, and like I don't know how fuel efficiency is going to progress with time. Like, are we going to be able to do twenty-four hour flights in future with fuel, or do we require something different so we can do that? And do it maybe faster even. Yeah. Because part of the issue why our planes go as fast as they do is because of fuel efficiency. It's fuel, fuel efficiency, like, yeah. I think they can go faster than they do now and they used to in the past, allegedly. Yeah. And they've been slowed down over time for fuel efficiency. Oh. Mm. But planes aren't necessarily designed as efficiently as possible anyway, like weight-wise. Mm. Because I've seen... Um, like a video about generative design and stuff. And I think Boeing, they were doing some research in using generative design to make the frames of aeroplanes mm. and like wall frames and stuff. Mm. And so, for example, do you know what generative design is? No. So generative design is basically, um, you know, machine learning. Do you, know, mm. do you understand mm. machine learning? Yeah. So Expl- Explain it to the viewers. <laughs> I'll explain it to the viewers. So basically you give a set of parameters and the algorithm will then um, produce as many solutions as possible and through basically different iterations of trial and error, it will just produce a lot of solutions and then the it's like evolution. The strongest will survive of what solution they give you. So it'll try different things based on the information you've given it yeah, and so, figure out the most likely... Yeah. Thing to go so with. Autodesk in their pack, one of their packages, they have a generative design software package, kind of. I think it's within Fusion Three Sixty and maybe Inventor. Um, I got to double check that. Um, but basically, you put in your design parameters, and it will just generate a whole bunch of designs based mm. on it. And you can also put in data. Mm. So, for example, if you put a whole bunch of sensors on your plane. Mm and saw where the weak points were, where the strong points were, mm. it was that would then be able to generate so that there's more support in the weak points. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. And so you're able to use then less material. Yeah. Because you're designing just... So right now, like, for example, you would just do a generic triangle, so you would have a solid sheet. Mm. And so you're using all that material when you really just need support in this one area, this one area, and this one area. Yeah. So by using generative design, you basically have a more organic structure mm. and branching and stuff. And so it only provides support in the most, in the areas that you need it. Mm. And so then you get lighter vessels and stronger vessels because they're designed more for the use. Mm. The problem is a lot of the shapes and stuff that they generate very hard to mass produce 
yeah. like organic shapes and stuff with molds and everything they can be a bit hard yeah casting and everything can be it's harder than just buying a a straight beam that's the problem yeah and it's a big it's a big so effectively it, piece of machinery it's really big so yeah. it's, it's not it's Mass not like a tiny little yeah. thing and so mass producing that is the is a struggle hmm. so that's why we haven't switched over to a more efficient design necessarily what if in future we could 3D print a plane? That is true. Yeah, future. <laughs> 3D printing technology for um, industry and stuff. It's improving, but for like, well, I think we'll talk about this in another episode. Yeah, like, we're getting to about. I think we're, yeah. yeah, I think we've got to cap this off. But yeah, we'll talk about more about 3D printing. We can talk about that for half an hour. Um, we'll talk about that another episode. We're thinking next time we might. Have a look at the Star Wars yep. exhibition. At the Powerhouse? Yeah. Definitely. So that is stay tuned for that. So um, I'll just say thank you for choosing to give us your ears. I hope you all enjoyed geeking out with us. Keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and stay nerdy. Yeah.